I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. As we roll into the 4th of July weekend, it is about our Independence Day. A recent poll shows that the majority of Americans think that American democracy is in decline and will eventually cease to exist. Are they right? Is there reason for hope? Uh, I've talked about this a number of times this week, and uh, as we get ready to roll into the weekend, I want to give you a couple things to think about as it relates to American democracy and where we really are, uh, not where our politics is, because I think that's a different a different place altogether, but where the country is, where the people are. And I want to go back to my conversation uh, in New York this week with former senator and former vice presidential candidate Joe Lieberman, and we talked about the future of the country. We talked about some of the pessimism that we see, especially from younger people, about the future of the country. And I want you to listen, listen very closely uh, to what someone who has been around the blocks politically and just in life experience has ex- has seen for himself and what we all might want to start looking for as we roll into this holiday weekend. For a lot of reasons, people in America are more down on America and its future than they should be. I mean, we still are the the freest country in the world, the country most full of opportunity where you can go in a single generation from, you know, poverty to being at the height of, of financial success or political power. So the first thing is to appreciate and in a way not be dragged down by the vicious dialogue between political leaders in our country today. In some ways, you know, as you know, one of the great books about American democracy was written in the 19th century by a Frenchman named de Tocqueville who visited here. And I think in some ways, one of the things that would be best for the American people is to travel. And when you travel, ask people around the world what their view of of America is, because we are still the beacon of hope. You know, we're still the light unto a lot of the nations. We're, we're far from perfect. We've gone through some tough times now that are self-inflicted, and I'm thinking of political partisanship and division. But uh, in this looming uh, uh, competition between us and China, let's say, people around the world really don't want to be dependent on China because they don't want to live under a system that the Chinese have. They, they want to be dependent on us, including the people in the countries right around China, because they feel the most affected by it. So those numbers about the, the pessimism of the American people about the future of democracy are really troubling, and in a way they, they summarize all that we have to be worried about. And th- they can only change if our leaders... Uh, work with the American people to make them change. But part of that is for the American people to pull themselves back from the crossfire in our politics 
and just appreciate what we have. That's your first assignment for your 4th of July weekend is to pull back from the crossfire of our politics and appreciate what we have. Uh, This is a country that uh, we often talk about uh, the war on poverty that was started by President Lyndon Johnson. And the reality has always been that the war on poverty began in 1776. And we have created a nation where people have opportunity, not perfect, plenty of problems, even institutional things that we need to overcome. Uh, But there is a path. And the constitutional republic that we live under has lifted more people out of poverty than any in the history of the world because there's a chance, there's a path. And we should step back from our divisive politics and focus on the power of the American people because that should give you hope and that should give you confidence. Now, I want to go back to my conversation with the former senator. Senator Lieberman talked about his grandmother, who was a Jewish immigrant to this country, and she provides a perspective I want all of us to be thinking about as we think about, as we think about America, as we think about our freedom here in the future. Take a listen. I mean, we are blessed to be Americans. I grew up with that. My grandparents were all immigrants. And um, I always used to say my mother's mother, who we lived with for the first eight years, and then she lived with us in our house. She was one of the greatest American patriots I ever met. Why, why do I say that? Because she had something to compare America to. She came from uh, Central Europe, where she and her family had little economic opportunity. They were really impoverished. And uh, she experienced uh, religious discrimination as a Jew just all the time. My grandmother once said to me, you'd have to be me having come from where I came from to know what it means to me when I walk to synagogue in this neighborhood, which was not a Jewish neighborhood, it was very mixed. And my Christian neighbors come up to me and say, good Sabbath, Mrs. Manger. Wow. She... So I, I, I later told that story and I said, well, if you ask my grandmother where she was, she might not say America. She might say she thought she was in heaven. <laughs> and we got to get back to appreciating all that we have as Americans, uh, understanding that we have a lot of work to do to keep it as great as it's been. I love that perspective from former Senator Joe Lieberman. Uh, and you can see more of my conversation with him on KSL TV coming up on Wednesday night during the 630 newscast. And the senator sharing this experience. So there's a couple of things I want to point out that he said that I think are so vital to making sure we keep this amazing constitutional republic rolling forward. The first thing that caught my attention from Senator Lieberman was he said that for his first eight years growing up, they lived, his family lived with his grandmother. And then after that, his grandmother lived with them, with his family. That intergenerational connection is something we are losing in this country, and I think we lose a lot when we lose that connection. Uh, There's something about that sense of belonging and stories being passed down and experiences. And so to listen to Senator Lieberman's grandmother uh, talk about where she came from in Central Europe, where she had no economic opportunity, Uh, they were impoverished, and that she experienced as a Jew religious discrimination uh, before she came to America. 
And I love the description he had of, of her walking uh, to the synagogue here in America uh, in a neighborhood that was not a Jewish neighborhood. It was mostly Christians lived in his neighborhood growing up, but that she was so thrilled that her Christian neighbors would come up to her as a Jew going to the synagogue on Shabbat, that they would come up and say, good Sabbath, uh, that there was that connection there and that it was okay that we had this pluralism uh, where we can respect each other and value each other, even have some holy envy uh, for what others have in their faith. And that's the essence of what this country is all about. It is a country not based on geography, not based on natural resources. It's based on an idea and a set of principles uh, that is unique in all the history of the world. And regardless of where we are or how frustrated we are with issue X, Y, or Z, we still should be pretty excited that we are where we are. There aren't very many people in very many places around the world who would trade places with you today, regardless of what challenges you're facing today. I remember listening to an audio of uh, Jackie Robinson talking about breaking the color barrier in Major League Baseball. And the challenge, it was all that he went through, all the horrible things that were said to him, all the horrible things that were done to him when he stood up and, and he crossed that barrier. But as he reflected on it, he said, I was always so grateful that the outcome wasn't cast in iron or stone. Jackie Robinson said, I knew because my dream existed in America, I had a chance. Not a certainty of outcome, not a guaranteed outcome, but he had a chance. And the reason he had a chance was because he lived in this place called the United States of America. And so as you roll into your 4th of July weekend, uh, I hope it's about much more than uh, just a picnic or a barbecue or fireworks. Uh, I hope that we can do what Senator Lieberman invited us all to do, and that is to step back, step back from the crossfire of our angry politics and get that perspective and the great blessing it is to each one of us to appreciate what we have because we have freedom We can have dreams, and those dreams have a chance of becoming a reality. Happy Fourth of July to you. Have a fantastic weekend. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for listening to Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. Listen on any smart speaker and in your car at 102.7 FM. KSL News Radio, Utah's all day companion for news. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless. And I will never understand it. I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. 
But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.